0: Hey guys, hope you're having a wonderful week. And today I want to talk to you about uh, how to overcome not giving in to the expectations of culture, of people, of loved ones. Uh, How do we remain true to the compass of God in our life? How do we make sure that we're always pointing due north and that we're not? letting the needle of our compass slip because of pressures from outside. And so I have two examples I wanna give you. Jesus uh, basically modeled this his whole life. He was due north the whole time, always listening to what the Father said. And there were a lot of pressures from outside of him. And a lot of times we, we see the big pressures, like they wanted to kill him, they hated him, all those things. But you know, some we don't really deal with that a lot um, in our culture. We deal with the sm- the small little cultural pressures, uh, pressures from other people, sometimes hidden expectations people have for us. That, they don't even tell us, but we can feel it. And so we give into those things. And a lot of times we lose the power of who we are. We lose our voice. We lose um, sometimes even time. Sometimes we just give our time away. We give. Uh, We give who we are in a way in an unholy way. (laughs) So I'm going to just share with you two things that Jesus did in his life that modeled for us how we can really step into that. So uh, the first thing was, uh, I'm sure you all recognize the famous chapter where Jesus says, woe to the Pharisees. And he really really holds them accountable for some of their actions as leading uh, the believers of Yahweh in a perverted way in that season of time. And I mean, we know that as as the woe scripture, Jesus doesn't have many times where he does that. And so I do want to just make you guys understand or just make it clear, I should say, that um, I am not in any way saying that we should be going around doing this. Uh, If you see Jesus's whole ministry, um, he really only did this twice. Um, And so as far as we know, um, and all the rest of the time, he had other pieces of his ministry that, that we, are mar- we see are marked by healing, miracles, and uh, love that is tangible and felt. I do believe that every time he rebuked and spoke truth like this, of course, <laughs> this was love. God is love. But sometimes his love just feels different. And But there weren't that many occasions when he when he did that. And so I just want, I just don't, I don't want anyone to feel like, Oh yeah, I'm just going to go around doing this. Um, because Jesus did it. It's, I see it in my, in my Bible once. Um, So, But I do want to tell you about that occasion because it's very interesting. He was actually invited to lunch uh, with a Pharisee. And so he was the guest of someone. He went in as a guest. They provided lunch for him. This man, it doesn't say Pharisees. There was one man that invited him for lunch. But obviously there were some other people in the room. And that's where Jesus began to do the woes. The woe are you. (laughs) Scriptures because of what you're doing to the people. Um, And so there was a time for that. But here's the thing. Jesus chose a really strange time to do those woes because I just know myself when I'm a dinner guest with someone or if somebody invites me to something or if somebody gives me something or if somebody flatters me or some, says something good about me, something inside me softens and I sometimes even hold back what I know I should say. I know I've, I've, I've seen this in my life and obviously um, we're all walking toward more and more wholeness and understanding how to be the way God made us to be Um, and so but we're all in process and I've noticed this Um, in my life and I've noticed um, how God has taught me actually how to not allow flattery and how to not allow um, even the sense that you need to owe someone something from holding back the voice of God and that's you know anyone who's in prophetic ministry anyone that functions in the office of a prophet as well um, you will know that it's super important not to allow the external expectations pull you from what god is asking you to do and so jesus uh he clearly was not the ideal dinner guest in this situation but it's a lesson to us that we cannot allow expectations even hidden expectations you know somebody gives us a gift and then it feels like we have to give them uh, extra favor or um do something extra special for them. Actually, we can receive a gift um, with gratitude and with true love and gratitude without having to reciprocate and certainly not having to actually uh, change who we are or change truth or hold back what we feel Holy Spirit's doing because of that. And uh, you'll know when you're in ministry, um, even if you're, you know, ministering to a friend, a lot of times there's that awkward feeling, um, but Jesus managed to get through the awkward feeling. So, you know, it's never fun to feel awkward, but Jesus shows us too. It's super important to overcome that awkward feeling. Um, And then the second thing is straight after he does the woes, (laughs) the Bible tells us that crowds, thousands, it says thousands of people were pressing in. It actually says that they were trampling one another. Could you imagine that? Like the masses of people the demand. They just wanted to see Jesus. They wanted to hear him teach. They wanted to have him release power over them and heal them. Thousands of people so that they were trampling. And so Jesus has just spoken the woes and then there's all these people waiting for him. So he goes out and you would expect him to think, oh my gosh, all these people, I'm going to have, I need to teach them right now. I mean, could you imagine the feeling of expectation in that atmosphere of there's a demand for you, Jesus, to teach us right now. We're, we're trampling, literally putting each other's lives in danger because we are so hungry for God. So there's a demand for you to teach. But Jesus, once again, is not pulled into the pressure and expectation of people. It says that right there, he says... Um, he began to speak first it says to his disciples so he took his disciples aside or he he was not interested he ignored the demands of the crowd and he actually began first to address his disciples And so he knew that there was a need first for him to teach his disciples and not the crowds. And so once again, he was not giving into this expectation. And so this, you know, if you're in ministry or if you're not, whether you're in business, marketplace, whatever you do in life, a lot of times in ministry, you can feel that pressure a lot because um, there are extra pressures for ministry when you're in ministry. And this is a huge lesson to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit more than the voice of man. And a lot of times people don't like that. But people also get used to it and they just, it's okay. Like, you know, you eventually um, you eventually, be who you are meant to be and people actually get used to it and they accept you for that. And, you know, I would rather be who God has created me to be and not be as like but as many people than pacify everyone and allow myself to fit into a mold because the truth is, you know, Imagine if Jesus, every time there was a demand on him, he footed into that mold. And then he footed into the next mold. So he footed into the Pharisees' mold at lunch. And then he footed into the mold of the demands of all those people. And then he footed into his disciples what they wanted him to do. And there were so many people that had different expectations. They wanted to make him king. They wanted so many things. Imagine he fitted himself into everyone's demands. He would not be Jesus, He would have been disobedient to the Father, but he would have not have been the Jesus we know. He would not have had to be, he would not have been the truest Jesus, the the authentic Jesus, because he would have been a piece of what everybody else wanted him to be. So my challenge for you today is this. Are you a person who has found the call and the mandate of God on your life, um, and you are truly the person that God has called you to be, or is who you have become become that fragmented human that is actually really just pieces of other people's expectations? And one of the ways we can tell if we are truly the person, if we're walking in that place where we're fulfilling what God asked us to do and we're, we're really living in a place where we're not fulfilling the expectations of humans but the expectation of God, the, the best way to tell is, is there a lot of confusion in the in our lives because as soon as we feel like we're confused like oh i don't know if i believe this i don't know if i believe this i don't know if i if i should do this i don't a lot of times confusion is only because we're we're actually giving pieces of our belief system um, and our heart to what other people expect and then we we actually can't hear the voice of the father but Jesus had to hear the voice of his Father in every situation, so that he could be fully who God called him to be. So I'm going to encourage you. This is not an easy um, word today because it requires an action. It requires us to look carefully at our time boundaries. What you know? What is the gift on your life? What's God called you to do? Um, are you meant to spend more time with your children and less time with a friend that that kind of feels demanding? You know? Are you meant to? Um, you know, speak truth into a situation um, that you're called to speak truth into, but you're worried that you're going to lose a whole lot of friends. You know, so I I encourage you to discern the voice of God in your life and be fully who God made you to be. And um, the great thing is that as you begin to do this, it becomes easier. And as people know you as you are, they're going to celebrate you as who you are. And don't worry about the many that may not celebrate who you are, but be concerned about the ones that truly you trust and that trust you, that celebrate you. And um, those are usually your small but most powerful circle of friends. We don't need to be famous in this world. <laughs> we don't need to be famous. You know, a lot of times famous people get crucified, right? And uh, we don't have to be super popular, super famous uh, the need for human love that God gave us is not actually the need for fame. It's the need for true friends and companions who will celebrate us when we are fully ourselves. So God bless you. Have an amazing day. God believes in you. And that's why you're hearing this message, because he wants you to be the, f- the person that he's created you to be. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye-bye.